This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking this week with Raul Bali with WAVE Radio, and uh, I feel like I've been trying to get uh, time with Raul to do this for about five years. <laughs> Political reporters have been a little busy the last the last few years, so you know we've got like a slight pause between something, right? Something and something. So good time for us to catch up a little bit. So good morning, Raul. Thanks for thanks for being with us. It's great to be on with you, Mitch. So I want to talk a little bit first about uh, your role at WABE, what your job is, and then uh, I w- then we'll talk a little bit about your your background and what kind of brought you to, to where you are now. So first off, what is, what is your job at WABE? So my main job is I'm the politics reporter here at WABE. I'm part of a politics team. Sam Greenglass is, is my fellow uh, politics reporter. And then uh, Susanna Capilouto is our politics editor here. So uh, I'm part of that politics team. The majority of my coverage is state level politics. What's happening with a governor, and the Georgia legislature, but obviously cover city of Atlanta politics and then what's going on on the federal level from time to time as well. Uh, yeah, because every once in a while that federal stuff uh, impacts us here, right? <laughs> Absolutely. When, when someone calls and says, hey, I just need a few more votes, just a couple more. Uh, so this isn't your first uh, radio rodeo, as they say. So give us a little background. What, what, uh, what's, what's the road that got you here? So I've been in, in radio and television for 27 years. Um, the vast majority of that in, in commercial radio. Uh, some of my stops included 10 years at WSB radio, uh, where I started by producing talk shows, uh, including Royal Marshall, uh, Mike Cavanaugh, uh, and then eventually made a transition over to the news side, uh, and I've stayed in news. Um, Part of the reason I've kind of been a journeyman is, is I was a military spouse, too. Uh, my wife served uh, for 12 years, uh, along with her time in medical school. So some of my career was really following her. That's what led me to Washington, D.C., to be a reporter there. That's what led me uh, to doing television work in Augusta, Georgia. So uh, I've been a little bit of a journeyman bouncing around, and, and much of that following my wife. Um then uh, she retired uh, in October of now a year and a half ago, uh, which kind of opened the door for me to kind of start looking around and and seeing what was out there. And, and this amazing opportunity came up here at WABE Radio to be a politics reporter. At that time, I was at Oconee Radio Group uh, where they were letting me anchor from home. And it was really convenient. But I, I love being out in the field and, and out on the road. And so this amazing opportunity, because there's only a handful of political politics reporters on the radio in the state of Georgia. You know, it's Stephen yeah, Fowler. Yeah, yeah. It's Stephen Fowler and Riley Bunch at, at, at Georgia Public Broadcasting. It's Sandra Parrish uh, at WSB. It's Sam and me here at WABE. It's a it's it's such a it's, it's so enjoyable to do. And as you as you inferred at the beginning, we are. We're at the center of things. You know, I, I think about all the appearances I, I did, um, French radio, I did Canadian television, um, you know, obviously NPR, 
I did MSNBC. I did CNN. You know, there was so much interest in what's happening here in the state of Georgia. And I think that interest is is not going to change anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking off air before we started here about kind of what's a little different about working for public radio versus some of the commercial radio opportunities in places where you worked before. So this is my first public radio job. I've never done public radio before. It's a challenge. You know, this has been kind of one of my latest challenges. In 2013, um, I was offered this amazing opportunity to be a television reporter in Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'd never been a on-air television reporter. It was a, it was a new challenge, and this has been a new challenge. Um, you know, in the commercial radio world, which you hear on a WSB radio, for example, you know, it's it's a higher story account. It's more stories. Um, where here at WABE Radio, it's more about giving more context, more nuance, going deeper in stories. And, and while that sounds easy, for someone like me, that's that's taken some time to understand and learn. It doesn't it's actually that doesn't, sound, that doesn't sound easier to me. <laughs> it, 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 longer. <laughs> you know, and that's been what's been great about having someone like Susanna Capaluto, a name that's very well known in, in our community. You know, and she actually said it to me earlier today when we were working or something. Hey, I need you to give a little more context, a little more information on on a topic. And that's great. And, and I've had to learn to do that because I came from a, a different world of journalism where, you know, you do a very quick story, you know, at, at WTOP in Washington. Um, I think our max story time was 35 seconds. You know, that's yeah. kind of the baseline here at WABE. And while, again, it sounds <laughs> easy to go a little longer, it it does take a little more time, uh, a little more effort, a little more research. You know, a story I, I did here just in the past week is, you know, the gas tax suspension is going away here in the state of Georgia. And so I got to take a little extra time in, in, in explaining how does that number come up and who, you know, you know, for example, gas taxes aren't charged by your local gas station. They're charged by a fuel distributor. So explaining that, taking that extra time to explain that, that's something I've had to learn here in public radio. And I've really enjoyed it. It's a challenge, but it's something I've enjoyed. So what's the average length of, uh, of one of your segments now? About a minute. It's My stories are about a minute, minute 30, kind of in that range. So, But there's a lot you can cover Um when a story goes from 35 seconds to a minute or even to a minute and a half. And then here at WABE, there are places where you can do two and a half minute stories, four minute stories to really dig into an issue, you know. And then we also have podcasts. So, you know, our podcast for the Georgia General Assembly is coming back, uh, the Gold Home Scramble. Um, we're going to be dropping that podcast is coming back with the return of the, of the assembly. And again, we can go more in depth on issues. You know, during the campaign season, I was able to take time to talk about the Asian American community and, and the efforts to reach out to those voters. And again, you can take more time on something like a podcast. Yeah. And then you've got uh, some others kind of, I know places where you are kind of, you know, the guest where you talk about a topic like closer look in the afternoons or the morning show where you, come on and talk with Lisa Rayam in, in a little more depth about a, about a topic, right? Absolutely. So, you know, on a, on, on a somewhat regular basis, I will go on 
uh, with Lisa Rayum in the morning or Jim Burris in the afternoon here on WABE and take four to five minutes on a single topic, you know, and to cover, you know, for example, the Public Service Commission elections or, you know, the launch of the legislature. And then, the, again, the, you mentioned Closer Look with Rose Scott. Sometimes we take 20 minutes and, and we'll cover two or three issues and just really go in depth, really explain things. And and it's something that I've really gotten to enjoy is, you know, I did that segment earlier this week, explain what's going on in Washington with this speaker fight, because so many people are like, what, what's going on? Why are they doing vote <laughs> after vote? And, and, and why isn't, you know, the person with the most votes went, you know, taking that extra moment to explain that is, is it's enjoyable, too, because. You know, if if one or two, if one person walks away with just a better understanding of the news, I think we've done our job here. Yeah. So the General Assembly you mentioned is is kicking off. Uh, uh, let's see the time this airs. I'll, I'll say the General Assembly kicked off last week. And um, what are what are some of the, the main issues? <clears throat> main issues that you think the legislature is really going to be focusing on, or you know, what are they going to be the kind of the more controversial topics? Well, let's start off with what is always kind of the most important thing, and that's the state budget. You know, I know that doesn't sound exciting, but, you know, the state of Georgia is doing pretty well when it comes to the monies coming in. There are billions of extra dollars to work with. We don't have an exact number yet. And what to do with those billion dollars, whether those billions of dollars, is it, you know, tax relief? Um, you know, income tax relief, or is it property tax relief? Um, you're going to have people say, why don't they use it for Medicaid expansion? Um, you're going to have a number of things of what to do with those dollars and discussion points. As for the more controversial issues, um, you know, I, I see the the possibility of of legislation around abortion, specifically abortion pills. That could that could be something that pops up. You know, gambling comes up every year, but whether it's gambling or other issues, it's very important to know because of redistricting, where the lines were redrawn based on the census, plus just new dozens of new lawmakers coming in, things could change down at the state capitol, whether it's on gambling or on other issues. Some of the other issues I think people should watch for, legislation around electric vehicles. You know, as more electric vehicles hit our roads, you know, a lot of questions of how do you build that infrastructure? You know, those th those right now, you know, if you've got a Tesla, you've got a charging station over Atlantic Station, over at uh, Lenox. But, you know, the proliferation of those charging stations for for all electric cars, how is that? What is that going to look like? Is that is it at your local QT or or how is that going to be done? That's, you know, that's, one of the important things. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the biggest things. And, you know, Georgia is seeing. Electric car manufacturers, battery battery makers, charging stations. Uh, exactly. Yeah, there's a whole the whole industry is is got pieces here in Georgia. So I, I really feel like Georgia is becoming, I don't want to say a center, but a real a real base for electric vehicles for the southeast. If not, not I don't can't compare it to California, I guess. But mm -hmm. you know, there all the pieces are here. But I exactly. I, think, I think that that. Uh, well, the, the range of the vehicles and the and the peripheral the number of charging stations and having enough available. I, and I have friends who have electric cars and they they plan out their trips. They say, okay, yeah, this, this trip is three hundred miles away. You know, where's the charging station in between? 
so I can charge up so I can so I can get back. And and those folks that have those electric cars, well, I bet you one of the complaints they have is they've got to pay a fee, about a, a two hundred dollar <laughs> fee every year because it's the replacement for a gas tax, you know, because they're not paying the gas tax to fix the roads they're driving on. Right. And then the whole model of how to sell electric cars and dealerships. There's, I think there's going to be a lot discussed around that. Some of the other things I'm going to be watching for, uh, you know, I'm going to be watching, as I mentioned, I'm going to watch for gambling. You know, still the challenges around the medical cannabis oil program in the state of Georgia. There's a lot of discussion uh, around that. And and then there's Buckhead Cityhood, you know. I, I haven't heard much about that, but that's, you know, being an Atlanta-based station, that's definitely something that I want to be keeping my eye out. And then there's always... You know, every year there's a, a topic or something that just kind of comes out of left field, whether it's, um, you know, a couple of years ago, it was the right to visit a nursing home or a hospital during a pandemic. Um, you know, last year it was legalizing raw milk that got so much interesting attention. Who knows what it's going to be? There's always that one issue that we kind of didn't see coming. So those are just some of the things I'm going to be watching. But there's going to be a lot to talk about here at the Capitol. How do you uh, there at the Capitol? Have you heard anything about uh, kind of the uh, entertainment industry tax credit? Any rumblings about adjusting that or anything? That's really going to depend on what the committees that oversee that look like. You know, one of the things um, when people say, hey, what do you think is going to happen with gambling? You know, because we have a new lieutenant governor who Bert Jones, who's going to preside over the state Senate. And because you have a new speaker, you're going to have some new committees and new committee chairs. And it's going to be interesting to see. So state uh, Senator Chuck Huffstetler, who is currently the chair of the Senate Finance Committee, he's always raised questions about all tax credits. And so if he continues to chair that committee, I think they're going to take a closer look at that. You know, of course, the, you know, right now things are good. Money is good. Right. Um, but it was during tighter times where people started raising questions about the film tax credit. It's a balancing act because of the massive explosion of the film industry in Georgia. Nobody wants that to go away. Nobody wants to, to hurt that. But it's, but also you see how much money is going out the door with those credits, how those credits are handled, how, how they're overseen is always going to be interesting. And so that's definitely going to be something I'm going to be watching for. Yeah, uh, Nashville this month uh, started talking about doing some sort of entertainment district with a tax credit to lure the industry there because I think they're seeing what's happening in Georgia. And uh, they, they think Nashville could and should be a, another fine opportunity for people to come shoot uh, music videos and, and movies and whatnot. All right, so let's get to the – so those are the easy questions, Raul. So here's the hardest question. This is always Uh-oh. stumps people. Okay, what is – what's the coolest thing about Raul Bali that people might not know about? The what's coolest the coolest, thing, what's about the coolest thing about Raul? That's something – I mean, what's the coolest thing what's the coolest, about it, it could be a hobby, a talent, things you collect, something, something funky that people don't know about Raul that's like well, – Oh, wow. That's well, cool. I didn't, know that. I didn't know that. Well, number one, it's travel. You know, my wife and I love to travel. We just came off an amazing once in, you know, kind of one of those once in a lifetime trips. Um, we went to Argentina, Brazil, the Galapagos. <clears throat> oh, um, wow. You know, my job is to tell stories in, in my personal life. I love to tell stories. Um, 
And whether those stories are where I've been, what I've covered, what I've done, um, you know, whether it's the 1996 Olympics, um, yeah, that was covering two presidential inaugurations. I mean, <laughs> when, when you think about, you know, for those of us who are around for that and who, you know, I was based out of the Olympic Village. I got to see Muhammad Ali in person. You know, I got to interview Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> And interview Vanessa Williams. I mean, it's just, it's so cool. Some of the things that, that we got to do that we've gotten to do as journalists. And, and so telling those stories, whether it's my personal travels or, or, um, professional work, I love, I love telling those stories. Um, but you know, I enjoy, you know, probably an interesting, I enjoy watching car racing. Um, which, like Na- NASCAR, you know, NASCAR level or. NASCAR, Formula One. I, I, I love watching that. And, and, um, you know, that's probably something I enjoy kind of on my own is just to watch racing. Cool. All right. So lightning round here. Uh, yes. and you don't, you don't, this, the next, next couple of questions, you don't need to give me a lot of detail, just lightning round answer. So last book you've read or the last podcast you've listened to and that it can't be Rose Scott's podcast. Um, if it's okay, if it's televised, I just watched Bowlegs, the story of Marvin Arrington. Okay. Uh, and then also, and I just mentioned racing. I watched Senna, um, the documentary about uh, the great Formula One driver, Art and Senna. It was some amazing story. Both of those were really fun to just watch and learn. Okay. Favorite local restaurant? Favorite, Lee's Bakery. Kind of a, a go-to. Yep. yep. Good um, choice. Yeah, it just you can pick up two banh mi's and it'll get you through a day. Yep. All right. Favorite guilty pleasure. Favorite guilty pleasure. Um, I, someone yesterday said hot chocolate was theirs. So, but so some, something you look at and think I shouldn't, but but I will. Cherry coke. Cherry coke. Okay, that's true. Instead, I, I, instead, I instead of instead of diet <laughs> cherry coke, it's just regular cherry coke. All right. Uh, favorite local getaway. Favorite local getaway. Um, my son loves to bike. Um, and so we love just going out on different trails around this city. And, and one of the easier trails to just just bike for a while and, and not really have to focus is the is uh, Big Creek, which runs along Alpharetta. That's a great little bike path. You know, your brain, it's a, it's a nice little escape. <laughs> yep. I did that last weekend, actually. It started in uh, Roswell and did a bit out, about 10 miles out that, the other way. Um, yeah. Favorite non-work hobby? Travel. All right. Cause so uh, we have a few more seconds, so I'll, I'll, give, I'll do a bonus question. So Bonus question. Bonus, bonus question. Woo! I need, like, Woo! Bump, I need like bumper music for that. <laughs> um, ching, 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 bumper bonus question. So what's what's the – What's your favorite travel destination that you've been to? What really stands out for you as, wow, this was an incredible place to go? I enjoy classical music. And to be in Antonio Vivaldi's church in Venice, Italy, listening to the Four Seasons being played, it's one of those moments where you're sitting there like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and my son is sitting next to me and he tilts his head because he recognizes the music because he's heard it in the house. That was just one of those moments that you're just sitting there like, 
wow, you know, you're in this person's church, this where the music yeah. was probably played when he was, you know, possibly played when he's alive. I don't know the exact story, but that was that was definitely one of those moments where you're sitting there like, wow. Excellent. Well, we've been talking to Raul Bali, political reporter with WAVE Radio. Thank Raul for, for joining us today. Uh, as always, you can uh, find our podcast on YouTube. Click over there to Four Questions Journalist Spotlight and make sure to hit that, hit that subscribe button. And if you are looking for our Atlanta media database, go to leftsatlantamedia.com. And if you're looking for if you're a journalist looking for a source for a story, go to mitchesmediamatch.com or just give me a call. You know where to find me. And uh, for WAVE and Raul, I'm Mitch Left. Thanks for another Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We'll see you next week.